Hello and welcome to the new Digital Age PMU podcast. My name is Justin Pierce and I'm the editor. These podcasts are a series of short interviews with some of the amazing women that have taken part in the Practice Makes Some Perfect programme. A course developed in association with Amy Keane that helps women find and finesse their public voices. So Amelia, hi and welcome to the MDA PMU podcast. Hello, thank you for having me. Pleasure. So before we kick off, let's hear a bit about you. Uh, where do you work? What do you do there? And maybe a bit about what you did before, before your current role. Well, so I'm Amelia Parsons. I'm the head of publishing at Azerian, and I've been there for around seven years now. I like to think that I'm not defined by my nine to five, though. So some other interesting bits about me. So I'm actually a qualified spin instructor. So let me know if you want to go spinning anytime, Justin. I'll um, take you. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, I've also this year became the proud cat mum to a British short hair kitten. So I am one of those crazy kitten people. Um, and before I came into ad tech and being at Azerian, I was at uni. So I'm fairly fresh faced into it all, but loving the ride so far. Excellent. So how do you how do you find the industry? You know, being new into it. I love it. I love how fast paced it is. Um, don't get me wrong I, I love a boozy lunch and going out and other networking opportunities as well so that's always fabulous and yes yeah, it's, it's a good place to be I think lots of opportunities as well but there are definitely some challenges in the industry that I hope we can get to touch upon a little bit today definitely well so let's talk about your chosen subjects which I don't know how much I agree with normalizing walking meetings so yeah uh, walking meeting why are you so pro in the first place why am I so pro in the first place well I think there are a few ways that are wrong with the current way that we're working um, and they can be solved by walking meetings so I guess before I go into why I think they need to be normalized I need to frame you kind of let you know a little bit the current way that I think the industry is working and now there are two ways so if you look at the first way, our industry, kind of ad tech, the industry of advertising. So it's typically a nine to five office based job, right? And that goes for a lot of industries. So you come into work, you sit at your desk at the moment, you know, both you and I, I think, have come from our bedrooms and sat down at a table here. And 71% of our working hours are spent doing that exact thing. We're just sitting down. And I think in 2017, a Harvard researcher study came out and announced that sitting is the new smoking, which is absolutely insane when you think about like kind of linking just the activity of sitting down to something that we know can cause kind of lung cancer, et cetera. And we all know that sitting being stagnant is bad for our health, right? We know that, or, or I didn't know until about six months ago when I started looking into it a little bit more, but 10% of breast cancers and colon cancers are linked to just sitting down and being stagnant. 7% of type 2 diabetes, 6% of heart disease, kind of it all stacks up, but ultimately we know it's bad for us but we're all doing it you've got the nhs you know prescribing vapes for people now but we're all just coming into a nine to five and sitting down so that is i think is a problem and that's not just for advertising industry that that's that's for everything here people that are just in a sitting down job but the second thing wrong is that we are specifically now in kind of our bougie kind of media landscape we, the first thought that we have for a team get together or boozing with a client is to go out to the pub or kind of you drink, you, you know, you climb for that beer, that social lubricant to get you talking. But I'm here to say there are actually, and, and whilst you're doing that, again, you're sitting at the pub, which is a problem, but there are other ways, better ways to socialise and build relationships. And there are other ways, better ways to approach your nine to five than just sitting down. 
And the answer is to do drugs. And I haven't lost the plot. I genuinely haven't lost the plot here, Justin. Oh, that's good. Stay with me. Stay with me. (laughs) So I'm talking about movement, exercise, being active. Okay. so the Harvard researcher, John Rayty, said that exercise is like doing a little bit of Ritalin, a little bit of Prozac. So it's there are ways that we can do legal, natural drugs at work because exercise, getting moving, standing up, i.e. normalizing, walking meetings is just one part that I'm huge and passionate about, is a way that you can naturally kind of, you know, John Wright is talking about Ritalin and Prozac here. You know, Ritalin is that thing that gives you energy and boost and go out in the US people cake. And then Prozac is that endorphin building. We know that exercise and movement gives those activities that, you know, that drive in the workplace. So, yes, it's a bit radical, but I think there are better ways that we can normally get moving. And that's why I think walking meetings need to be normalised to solve those two issues I've touched upon. OK, it's a lot to sort of dig into here, especially uh, in light of what's going on. Uh, so what do you think is how can this happen effectively with the framework of remote work and as you say we're both sitting at home we were both in the office yesterday and hybrid working is quickly become the norm uh a lot of companies are still working from home a lot of companies still haven't opened their office etc uh that's going to change but how can we ensure these new sort of normalize these new practices you talk about walking meetings etc uh with the you know with the framework of, of working from home. Because again, as we know in our industry, especially, although it used to be called play hard, work hard, uh, it's now been work hard for the last 18 months and people are spending much more time at their desk than they ever did in the office. So how are we going to make this work when we go back? We're still in the hybrid working model. Absolutely. Well, it's not just how we're going to make this work, it's that we need to make this work. We absolutely need to make some changes. So... Whilst we're working from home now, that has actually allowed some more people to start doing these walking meetings already. You might have found if you just think back over the last six to 18 months, you've been working from home and you might have occasionally had someone call you and say, oh, sorry, um, sorry, the signal might be a bit bad. I'm, I'm just picking the kids up or sorry, I'm actually just en route to the dentist. People have actually been doing them a lot more. But the problem with those is that they're starting the walking on the go meeting which is what I want by apologizing for that they're caveating oh sorry about this when if they'd have just planned and known okay so I've got 15 minutes here I'm going to be going about my normal day-to-day activities a little bit because working from home has given some people that you know people that have got children they're looking after they can go I'm um, just dropping the kids off the nursery and coming back again but they're apologizing for being on the phone during that time when if they'd have just said to their manager or their client I'm going to be kind of picking the kids at that point. So I'll call you from I'll call you from walking down the road. Then that would have been fine because the other person could have thought, oh, okay, tell you what, it's quite sunny outside. Uh, we're just going to be a 10 minute catch up. I'll grab my AirPods and I'll go for a walk as well to be on the phone for you. And that's something that is an opportunity that's given to us now because we are so much working from home. So it's not something that uh, was a challenge. It was more of a challenge before, but at least now we're working from home. There's an opportunity now to get out in your local area and go about your kind of day-to-day means but to really start to normalize that and make this happen you need to I think there is there's a it's a three-pronged approach like so the framework I've built up for myself that I really want to get more people moving with is that it needs to come from business leaders so lead by example you need to have kind of your main kind of your senior management team your leadership team everyone with a position to really make a difference needs to start doing them but what I think is worse than someone not doing walking meetings is a business leader doing walking meetings and not telling anyone about them. That's almost worse because then they're kind of, you know, knowledge is better when it's shared is something that I've heard a lot at the moment. And 
that's something that needs to change. I'm fortunate enough to say that my uh, manager, which really meant a lot to me on Monday, we were supposed to have a one-to-one Zoom call. He didn't. He actually called me in a walking meeting. And I thought that was fantastic because I hope that he takes that along to other meetings of his and that made me happy. So he was talking the talk and he's walking the walk or talking and walking on the walk, so to speak. Yeah. So that's one thing that needs to happen. But also to really start to normalise these and make it happen in this work from home environment that we are in now, hopefully not for very much longer because it's doing my head in a little bit. But anyway, is that LinkedIn as our social professional platform should have something, a toggle on their page that you can, when you're networking with someone, just a little like green green feet or something that says, hi, oh, so this person I'm connected with likes walking meetings. I like going out. Cool. So when I connect with them, maybe I won't say, do you want to go for a coffee, Amelia? Maybe I'll say, do you want to go for a coffee and a walk? Because then that's me putting myself out there. Everyone can see that I'm someone that likes to engage and be out on my feet. And LinkedIn, I think, can do more. I mean, by no means am I a developer, but surely that's something they can do and just like, you know, update the site in, in such a way. So that, I think, is something that really needs to happen. And the third is that you need to reward people, I think, for doing these walking meetings, because if something is going to become the norm, it normally happens because it's forced upon us. If you think about the norm now-ish, quote unquote, is working from home. That wasn't the norm before for lots of people and COVID forced that upon us. But also video calls weren't the norm before. I think two years ago, if you were going to have a call with someone, you would have probably picked up the phone or found it weird to put your video camera on. But now that's the norm. So people are never going to be forced to go into walking meetings, but you need to reward people in such a way. So maybe business leaders put it into people's bonus schemes, say if you can have three walking meetings a week, um, I'll give you a voucher for kind of Lululemon. I don't know, that's just what I would like, but maybe a voucher for something else. And so I think there are lots of ways that we can do it. It's all about, you know, leading from example and getting LinkedIn involved. What about like video calls? So as you say, that's the norm now. It's really, I find it annoying when you call someone and the first reaction is a video call, just pick the phone up. But that's just me. But how about video calls, walking meetings? Because obviously with, again, with, with uh, hybrid working, managers want to see people on screen. People want their, their camera on is the norm now and camera off is often a bit, a bit odd. So what about that sort of thing and walking meetings? Does that, does that really work having a having to hold your camera in front phone in front of your face yeah if, if anything you've touched upon something else i've got a problem with and that's that people shouldn't feel forced to always have their cameras on now I, I think that's another thing i want to look into and chat about more because as you are on video calls now you're analyzing yourself much more than you would be because you're looking in a mirror at the same time people are becoming a lot more self-conscious and invisalign stats are up by about 80% of Invisalign sales, should I say, are up by around 80%, which is great for Invisalign, not good for us. Because what does that say about now that how much we're thinking about ourselves and maybe not fully engaging in the conversation with who I'm talking to because I'm looking at myself and all that kind of stuff. So actually, I think we need to be confident and break the stigma of people having cameras on when they're on the go is you know, a problem at the moment. But also, if you are you know, taking that video camera situation away, you're also moving away from potentially some power play situations at part and something that I've started to say is you know forget the power players walk the pathways because if you're going into a call with someone where you both got your cameras on you can see their background you can see what's going on you can see their setup or they or their home looks quite nice or they've got a nice office I don't have that you know there's kind of a power play dynamic there so if you just get rid of that turn the camera off pop your airpods in and then go for a walk then suddenly you're you know in a much more comfortable environment what about, would you like to see, uh, I guess, team meetings, a uh, whole team 
walking. And I quite like the way you talk about the fact that people say, sorry, I'm on the way to pick up my kids and sorry, I'm on the way to to sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, when in fact, so two things here. A, how should everyone get involved? Should there be group walking meetings? But B, I guess why people are apologising for picking the kids up from school, apologising for the dentists, arguably they shouldn't be even working during that time. And that's one of the problems, I would say, with hybrid working. It's blurred the boundaries. that are blurred anyway. They've blurred the boundaries so much that nowadays there's not work and home. There's just work. Mm. So two things to dig into there. Firstly, I mean, walking meetings, do you want team meetings of you know, 16 people to be out walking together? And B, you know, how does this thing about giving people back back their own life and pinch on mm. you using those examples as you listed to the aims. Yeah, it's two really good points and something we need to put on the table is that walking meetings are absolutely not for every situation. And that's something kind of, there are three key rules for me um, when deciding if a walking meeting, a walking, walking meeting, a walking meeting is right for me. And the first one is to respect the situation. If it is a team meeting where you've got kind of more than three people in the team, that's too many people. Kind of, you know, they always say two's company, three's a crowd. That exact same thing applies to a walking meeting here. So team meetings are kind of off the table, um, unless you are as active as me and you want everyone to get on the 5K run at the same time. But try it, but it's probably not going to work out. So yeah, that's how I say to that one. And then the second one of all my three key points to make sure it's the right situation is to plan your route. You know, make sure that you know your A to B point, know how long it's going to take you. You don't want to be stuck in rush hour um, trying to walk down Soho when you've got kind of one of your key clients there. And then the last one is kind of using voice notes to kind of keep up with stuff um, if you're not going to be able to type in a laptop at the same time. So th- those are you must remember those three kind of key points if you're going to go into walking meeting and team meetings are out of the question. And in response to your point about kind of respecting our boundaries now, because if you're suddenly saying to someone, well, you can just go on a walking meeting. Kind of that time you were going to drop the kids off and um, kind of drop the kids at school is now time that you could be on the phone to me. A lot of work still needs to be done to respect people's working hours, I think. And if you're someone, you need to have control over your own situations and realise that sometimes going for a walk on your own in the morning is still fine. I'm not saying that every single social opportunity needs to be with someone else and kind of making the most of it. Still take some time for yourself here is important. Well, Amelia, I loved that. Completely loved it. I went into it thinking I was a bit, bit uh, dubious, but you took me around, so I totally get everything you're saying. So thank you so much for spending time with us today. Oh, thank you so much. Well, I hope today you get a walking meeting in if you're that convinced. <laughs> I'll definitely, I'll definitely do it. Uh, and thank you so much for listening. Goodbye.